When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takara, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Tom, I'm feeling nostalgic. It has been five years of Stand By Your Band. Five years. 500 episodes. 500 (laughs) episodes. It doesn't sound as good as that. (laughs) Uh, I'm looking up. So it's our it's our five year anniversary, and what you're supposed to get people for uh, their fifth anniversary is wood, and I do have wood right now. <laughs> I'm rock hard for this for this guest we got today. Uh, you guys know him, you love him. We put out some feelers for um, <laughs> who we should have for um, our our big five year anniversary guest. And some are saying the contest was tainted by him sharing it, but uh, with uh, with way more votes than anyone else, we got begged for Guy Montgomery. They said, "Give us Guy or give us Girl," and we went with Guy. And how are you, Guy? Ah, uh, it's honestly, it's uh, such a joy to to see you both, to hear you both, and um, to be back on this esteemed. Podcast. It's uh, honestly, it's beyond my wildest dreams. To to appear on it once was a gift, but you know, mm-hmm. to have been beckoned by the fans uh, with such overwhelming, you know, desire and clarity is um, it's beyond anything I could have imagined in my life. And yeah, the tweets, I mean, the tweets are just crazy. one part of it. We got a lot of letters. We got uh, people yeah. found oh, yeah. our home addresses, and we're kind of yes. you know showing up at all hours. Yeah, demanding a lot of looking into, yeah, a lot of owls. <laughs> it was like that scene in Harry, like the first Harry Potter, where like we kept trying to throw away the letters, but then like they were coming yeah. through so aggressively that so we were forced to. What do it. What I did when I saw that you put the question out is something I call a soft dox. <laughs> Where I uh, I send out your home addresses to all of my followers. Wait, how is it soft? Yeah, what's, what's soft about that? Well, I, I didn't give it to everyone. I, I hand chose 28,000 people. It's a soft Yeah, dock. usually when someone's doxxed, every single person in the world does get the information right. at once. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, I'm sorry about that, but also you know it's the only way I knew I could catch up with my boys. Yeah, dude, that's the only way to do it. We refuse <laughs> to speak to you unless several people beg us to. It's incredible how relaxed our rapport is, considering this is more or less a sort of Host- podcast hostage it's- situation. <laughs> uh, no, we're we're so glad to have you back, guy. And you're in uh, you're in Melbourne right now, right? What's what's your, what's going on yeah, over man. there? What's cooking? Uh, so there's a big uh, festival called the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, 
and uh, they have comedians from around. Even this year, they actually have comedians from around the world who have travelled to Australia, and we all perform our shows for a month. Uh, and I'm I'm sort of I think I'm a week into it, and Ooh. holy heck, I love it so much. First time leaving the country since um. The end of 2019, for reasons that I'll keep a mystery, and, uh, is so nice. Legal God. problems, of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got in trouble for doing a hard docs. Uh, <laughs> it's just great. It's great to be here. I'm loving it. And if anyone who listens to the podcast is in Melbourne, come check out my show, please. I think yes. we might actually have some people in Melbourne. I'm, uh, we definitely have somebody in, Aust- in, in Australia. I think we got some people all around. And I, 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 we got to ask, because I'm sure the listeners are wondering, How'd you get that? <laughs> uh, how, how did I? How did I get what into the festival? Of course. Ah, <laughs> oh, of course, of course. The listeners will be dying to know. Yeah, the listeners are are dying to know. How'd you get A that? Lot of aspirational comics. Um, you can you just you can apply, and uh, it's it's sub, there's a soft touch to the curation, but a lot of people get in from America. They used to run. Before COVID, they used to have a program called Headliners, and they'd get mm-hmm. like sort of eight to twelve comedians to come over and rotate, and they'd just do a line, like a lineup show. Everyone would do fifteens or twenties, and sometimes you'd get to do run an hour as well. Ooh. But they haven't. I reckon it'll probably be back and be back up and running next year. Um, amazing! It was amazing. I don't know why they're not doing it this year. It's probably a pain in the ass. It seems it seems like a hell of a time out there. I've heard I've heard fun stories. From from the people who have done the headliner thing, that it's it seems like a good ass time. Yeah, um, Tommy, what are you what have you been up to today on, to celebrate our five years of stand by your band? <laughs> Mostly just filling up my scrapbook. Uh, you know, I was just looking through the episodes that we've done with Guy, and it's such a weird variance. Like we've covered so many mm-hmm. different topics. Let me let me kind of go through yeah one by one really quick because we had. Okay, it looks like the first one. So, okay, the first one was June. No, that's not right. December 19th. <laughs> December 19th, 2018. A day that will live in infamy. He talked about this New Zealand band uh, called The Feelers. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, December. I... Yeah. Do you remember that day, guy? You came over to our apartment. I believe I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, I right. do. I do actually. You, had, you were living. Um, not too far from where I was in mm-hmm. uh, in Bushwick. Yeah, you had that's like right. you, I think I played a game of NBA. Yes, a big screen and a gaming oh, yeah. console. Yeah, I, I I didn't have a gaming console at home, so I was like over the moon to be playing some Xbox or whatever it was. <laughs> and then I just remember sitting back with a couple of guys and shooting the breeze and thinking, "Wow, this is living." <laughs> I mean, to have a conversation that is sort of interesting is one thing, but to have one that's so emotionally rewarding at the same time <laughs> and funny enough to be broadcast, well, that's the holy grail. It's that's like what people therapy. don't realize is we do record every single conversation we have, and only yeah. the ones worth broadcasting are the ones you guys get and the one we had with Jeff Sheen on the Patreon. Those are the only ones that we post. <laughs> All right. So episode two, we got December 26, 2018. Um, we realized we kind of missed a lot of stuff with the feelers. We went back and mm-hmm. talked about them a little more. Um, and then 2019, we've got Summer Jams with Guy Montgomery and Stephen Castillo. That is an all-star episode right there. That was a lot uh, of fun. That was my first time meeting Stephen. Very funny guy. 
Very funny man. Very uh, funny guy. What did you guys do on that one? Summer songs. Oh, songs. that's right. Yep. Songs of the summer. Songs of the summer. We had uh, best songs of the decade with Guy Montgomery, which I believe. Do we record that at your apartment, or am I misremembering that? That was it. No, no, we did. I think that was it. We did your. We did your. uh, Yeah, we did your podcast that you refused to. It it didn't meet the. (laughs) We did that at my apartment. Yeah, we did your podcast, and it was never to be aired. Do you know what? I'm going to say the premise of that podcast because I think it's so good. Or should it was a great time. It was a really funny podcast, too. It's called the Witness Protection Podcast, and it's the only podcast putting a spotlight on witness protection. I recorded like four or five episodes, and then they're just just sitting in a a folder somewhere on my computer, (laughs) slowing the whole thing down. (laughs) It's one of those classic, you know, start a project and don't finish it. And I still believe in it so much, but I just haven't. I, I like to think they're that. down at City Hall and you got to talk to an old clerk and he'll yeah, <laughs> yeah. try and find it. <laughs> they're all dusty. <laughs> it blows up a yeah, dusty manila folder. <laughs> I think these are the files, sir. <laughs> oh, man. And then, of course, we had children's Halloween songs with Guy Montgomery. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this was our first, one of our first, uh, our, actually, yeah, our first COVID episode with, uh, with Guy. Because we did <laughs> yeah, that over yeah. Zoom. Then uh, we had an appreciation of, of the feelers. So this is where up. But I was going to say, is this your fifth one? I think we're up to like your sixth. Maybe sixth. Six. Where's my Crazy. jacket, boys? <laughs> <laughs> you got to rip it off of Shane Torres' shoulder, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, we only have one jacket made. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, had yeah. um, we had so many because because I, I want to get into the meat of the episode now because we have a bunch of nostalgia stuff in the peanut gallery that we'll get into. Um, sure, I almost was thinking we could do it the other way, but hey, I'm up for I'm up for either way because we have a voicemail from Jared. We have a lot of memories to go over, but I'm fine with either one. Okay. I like both things. I like both ways. I kind of like making Guy wait for the big surprise. Okay, yeah, let's make Guy wait for the big surprise. <laughs> oh yeah, because we haven't so told intriguing. Guy what we're going to talk about on this one. I mean, we can tease it. It's it's your it's it's Tommy's stuff. You so know? yeah, it's time, I, I, have to, it's time for you to listen, guy. Oh, that's well, so yeah. exciting. We we spend so much time talking about other artists, and I think you know I'm a musician, I'm a thinker, you know I'm yeah. a poet, and we don't talk about mm-hmm. my. I should put my stuff up to the same criticism that we hold other people's stuff, even though the show it's not about criticism, common misconception. No. No. But uh, yeah, so I, I have a new EP that this will be the first time it's ever been heard, which I did before with my Christmas EP. I played on the Patreon, yeah. and it was the first time. So, so we're going to do the a, same thing. It's like that. Um, and you're going to get to rate Tommy's music on yes. this one, guy. And, and be and gentle, though. <laughs> be gentle. It's just Tommy entering the market of ideas, the free market of ideas. Wow. This is an incredibly uh, vulnerable position you've put yourself in, Tommy. Well, it's the and anniversary. I, I admire you know. it, man. It's It's fantastic. Thank you, guy. I really uh, appreciate that because my heart yeah. is uh, fully on my sleeve. So yes, so uh, we do have a few things. Like I said, it's the, it's the fifth anniversary. I do want to go around and talk about some of our favorite moments from the show. It, like I was thinking, because I, I I posited to the Peanut Gallery today. I said, "What are some of your favorite moments from the last five years?" And a lot of them were related to Guy. Um, they said a lot of people were uh, were big those fans episodes, of guy those episodes. On, those <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> they were related they were to like, guy in a way. They were like, we, we love the four hundred and the four hundred and ninety four <laughs> episodes that guy was not on. We're all winners. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, but I was. It got me thinking. I was like, hey Tom, why don't you 
Tate, why don't you turn the question back on yourself for a second? What are your some of your favorite fucking moments? And I, of course, uh, do have um, uh, the disease where you uh, you don't remember anything past five seconds ago. So I really struggled with it. I see the reminders of the show every every day in my Facebook memories, but honestly. I got to say, one of my favorite moments on the show happened a mere week ago, I think, maybe Whoa. two weeks ago, on the Patreon, when Tommy and I were making fun of a country <laughs> song yep. and both got emotional <laughs> while we were making fun of it. We were trying to have a laugh, but instead we got the tingles. Yes. <laughs> and so... That, and that's a specific, I think, to pop country thing where you get that tingle of like, the song was, you're going to miss this. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and, and we're like, this is fucking stupid. And then it's like, I do kind of miss yeah. the <laughs> We are going to miss this. <laughs> I was thinking about another song that does that to me. And it's uh, it's Live Like You Were Dying does that mm. to me. You know that one? And then uh, what's the one about the homeless guy who dies? Uh He's like, uh, oh damn it! Now I can't even remember it. I'll think of it later. <laughs> okay. But it was—it's one that my mom loves, where it's a—it's a guy who wakes up a homeless guy, and he's like, "Why'd you wake me up? I was—I uh, was just like live—I was like in heaven just now. Like, let me die, basically. <laughs> it's really sad. Tingles now. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great up. song to make fun of. Like <laughs> ripe for sort of satire and parody. <laughs> Uh, what are what are some of your favorite favorite moments from the show, Tommy? And we'll finish. I thought with you were guy gonna say here. guy. <laughs> <laughs> we did right before we recorded. I sent uh guy all the files of every episode we've ever done. So I assumed that he went through and picked some favorite moments. It's a pretty exhaustive list. <laughs> I mean, I think I I have so much fun when we do the live shows. I think those are. I mean, if you yeah. haven't listened, if you skip those, because sometimes I'll skip live episodes of podcasts. But I think even when uh, even when even ones uh, where the audio quality might be that great, they're always just such a fun environment, and I feel yes. like those are always a great time for me. We got to get another one of those going. I was just thinking we should also do for the Patreon. We've done in the past a live uh, a live show, but over Zoom, and it was really fun. I think we're getting pretty close to. 150 patrons again so let me let me check that real fast and then i say i i would not be opposed to to doing that again oh for sure getting close to it because that was a that was a good little time um another one is when uh somebody else commented on this but i i I know it was will and uh maybe ryan who came on and uh defended kid rock Uh, micah brucey that's right micah brucey and Will Witter and uh, when Jared Jared left his voicemail that was very scathing, and I believe it was Will that just went "fuck you, dude." <laughs> uh, by the way, Jared uh, did break his ankle, and uh, and it was not on the basketball court facing my ass, which happens to a lot of people. It was uh, it was uh, at a baseball game uh, that he was. Running to celebrate and uh, uh, with his team, oh. and then the the call that they were celebrating to win the game got overturned, and they ended up losing. But in the in the process, he broke his ankle. It's very sad. Uh, he's it's a good man. Very sad, but it's a yeah. comedy moment. <laughs> uh, but we do so. We do have a voicemail from Jared. I asked him for one for the five year, uh, so that we could, you know, 
so that we could uh, have him be a part of it. I, th- th- he's such an integral part of the show. I should warn, I'm going to warn both of you before I start it up. He did give me the warning in all caps. He said, it's very long and I'm sorry. <laughs> and if that probably means it's very fucking long, but it, we're going to listen to it anyway. Here, yeah. here are Jared's thoughts on the last five years. What's up, y'all? It's this week's It Went to Jared. It's the fifth anniversary of Stand By Your Band, which is really cool. Happy birthday, boys. Um, it seems hard to believe that it was a mere five years ago that I invented this podcast. So it's just <laughs> tough to believe. Um, so I'm just going to do a quick few lists here. Um, I've got uh, Mount Rushmore of Worst Bands. Uh, that anyone has ever done on the podcast Mount Rushmore of the weirdest things that have ever been uh, talked about on this podcast and uh, then a couple of my favorite things so I'm going to start with my favorites which for me you know outside of inventing the podcast in the first place um, are my two episodes that I did of the best (laughs) of the 80s and 90s I had a lot of fun putting that together Um, I feel really strongly about my choices I was happy that I had a good mix of things that are not always thought of, um, and I really enjoyed doing it, and it was a lot of fun. And I've had a lot of fun in general doing this, um, uh, so it's hard to just pick those. I mean, obviously, I think the first thing I did was Coldplay, and that was a lot of fun also. But so I, I've, I feel like I've worn out the Bare Naked Ladies and the Red Hot Chili Peppers on here, and even though I'm leaving two of my least favorite bands on the worst list... Um, which is 311 and Sublime. So like two of the four Mount Rushmore are them just because they're that bad. But the other two are one that certainly never, I don't ever talk about because everyone thinks it's bad, which is Jimmy Buffett. I mean, it just, the idea that it was ever defended on this podcast is just, I can't believe it. And then Cake is the worst band. When I think of murdering something or just, any sort of violent act cake is what I think of. It's just that triggering for me of how bad it is and how it makes me feel. But last but not least, the four weirdest things that have ever been defended on this podcast. Um, number, well, I'm not going to go in order because one of them I never listened to, but the birthday songs one, I just, maybe I just need to listen to it. I, it just seemed like the weirdest text that I ever got. So I di- I gave that sort of an honorable mention with, uh, with Insane Clown Posse, which just, I, I, I'm just still baffled that that was even attempted. Um, and then, uh, no, maybe the weirdest overall is Aqua. Just, I can't even it was so weird and the episode i just i remember being like i I can't believe this is happening and then the winner of the worst takes ever with two of the four weirdest takes ever on here is nate fridson with his sort of unfortunate later to be found out uh uh, M- Marilyn Manson, which maybe at the time we didn't know that he was as big of a creep, but he wins the worst guest award because he also <laughs> defended the cherry popping daddies. <laughs> so uh, when I put together the list, I didn't realize he had two of them. So Nate Fritzen, you win whatever the award is for be having the worst takes on this podcast. All right. Love you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Jared. We love you. 
Well, wow, Nate just hit me up about, about a new topic, so we'll see if Jerry uh, got to have him back. <laughs> I think he's going Nate hit you up about a new topic? He did, yes, Ooh, but I don't think it'll fall exciting. into that Rushmore. We'll see. Ah, damn it. Um, no, it is unfortunate for Nate that uh, he picked the, <laughs> he picked Marilyn Manson. The yes. Cherry Poppin' Daddies was a fun one, I remember. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, was it, yeah. Did Luke do birthday songs? That was Who Luke. did birthday songs? Luke yeah, Monas, Luke Monas. yes. yes. Um, Jared did call me before the podcast and he was like, is Nate going to be like really upset if I say this? I was like, there is no fucking chance that <laughs> Nate ever hears that. <laughs> oh, it was also, I, I was looking through old things. There was one one moment I wanted to bring up uh, was Carmen Christopher when he did the show. He was talking about the song yes. It's My Life by Bon Jovi. And maybe 40 <laughs> minutes into the episode, he was like, wait, am I supposed to like the song? Or hate it? <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> that was... That's way up there. Uh, Blair Saki's Who Among Us. Yep. That was big. Uh, live show. Uh, somebody somebody pointed this out in the in the comments. I think Dwight Simmons commented when someone wanted to attack me for not mm-hmm. liking Limp Biscuit at a live classic. show. This is before Chris Rock's little incident. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got slapped for for not for voting down Limp Biscuit. So. Keep, <laughs> yeah, keep keep the middle. nookie <laughs> yeah, yeah. out your fucking mouth. Well, guy, that was interesting because everyone was sharing the Australian feed. Were you in Australia? Were you watching the Oscars in Australia when that happened? No, I uh, I was. I think we just I just landed and I was having lunch and then a friend went on their phone because obviously we'd run out of small talk. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just stumbled into this absolute treasure trove of like yes. immediate global news and then i i went on twitter and found the um the str- it was pretty easy in australia to find the stream where he d- does the swearing mm-hmm. uh so is there just swearing like, on australian tv all the time yeah is what's that, that about uh not all the time but i'd say <laughs> some of the time i, I mean okay. they weren't planning on it having swearing but i guess they just let that one through to the let that one past the goalie like <laughs> Yeah, they were like, "This is too good." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's too That's salacious. How they curate their the, shit. The yeah. best was, of course, the the one that was going on Twitter with the Japanese one, where they had the very gentle uh, Japanese translation for everything that was being said, like on a half second delay, because it was oh, playing in English. I did not see like, that. Yeah, yeah, there was a, an audio track just bubbling along underneath it, and like really gentle <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> Ooh, I gotta find that. I can't get mm. enough of this slap content. I know it's been uh, six months ago, but it's yeah. it's still so good. We recorded this way in the future. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, yeah, it, it's it's just so so good. Um, damn it, I can't remember what I was gonna ask about. Oh yeah, I was gonna say now, just having that moment with that friend that you were having small talk with that that gives your friendship another six months of life i mean <laughs> yeah yeah i know and i that connection because we were like both building up the courage to stop hanging out and then all of a sudden <laughs> you know we catch the the zeitgeist together and now we've got to keep fucking traipsing this story around for six months <laughs> um all right well that was jared i think We've. I think we should do the peanut gallery last, but uh, before we do that, I think we let Guy get a little taste of Tommy's new album. I. I also haven't heard it, so I'm pretty excited. Uh, he's decided to share it with all of us at once. Yes. And uh, yeah, I'm excited wow. to hear it. Can, can I quick... ask? To... 
Yep, oh, you please. go ahead, Tommy. I was just going to say, is this like, is it, is it a, a comedy album or is it more earnest? Oh sort of, no, no, no! I mean, it's a real oh Tommy shit, it's not. No, oh, no. So this is like, yeah, I do my joke. You know, I put on my clown makeup and I dance for the people. But this is kind of the real me. And this is, um, this is genuinely when I was in like seventh grade, or maybe even younger. I would, uh, I had like a little recording device and I would record songs where I would play every instrument and I would sing like original songs. And I had like hundreds of songs I did this with. I lost almost all of them. And I remember the one time I played them in front of people, it, it went so badly that I was like, <laughs> oh, this is a nightmare. And, uh, <laughs> and I've decided to do that again. So <laughs> here we go. Oh, we're your friends. We're, this is going to go well. This is a yeah. softball. Oh, yeah, okay. I have. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally um, forgot I was the one doing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So. Yeah, don't uh, worry about the titles. Just kind of, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> Do you want me to these... play them? Oh, yeah. You, you I, I sent an order. order. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very important, um, the order. <laughs> okay. So here's the first song, and uh, you can tell us the title afterwards. All right. Here's, here's the first song from Tommy's new EP. Can't you feel this in all of us? Like the light, we'll see you soon. Give up yourself and dive into the moon. And I don't mind being with you, knowing I'm by myself. There's a river in all of us that's dry. As you are in me, there's a river. All of us that's dry as you are in me to movement. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. That's a good song, man. Thank that you. Is, that's really um man, that is even though it's the first time hearing it, that is just this crazy nostalgia kick. Can you talk to us a little bit about, uh, you know, writing that song and what it's about? Yeah, it's called There's a River in Me, too. And, um, right, movement. It's about the cultural movement um, from uh, that kind of sweeps up the nation. And you're saying you wrote this when you were a boy. <laughs> no, no, no. I was talking about my, just my experience as a songwriter. I wrote this. Um, this is all stuff I've written kind of since 2016, November, you know. And um, Oh, shit. Yep. But it, it felt like an emotional rebirth for me. And um, mm. yeah, so that that's just kind of, you know, what was going through my head. I'm happy. It seems like you guys liked it. I know it's a little lo-fi, um, but mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty think- lo-fi. But there's my only critique. Some some songs suit that sort of uh, acoustic sound and feel, and like I think if you dress that up with too much other instrumentation, it would sort of distract from the the story you're telling. And like mm-hmm. I, uh, the the emotional resonance in your voice, it was crazy, man. That was like goosebumps. And you wow. were playing all of the instruments in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and no lessons either. I kind of taught myself. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Damn. That's and I didn't really even cool. have to tune the guitar. It was just like <laughs> Wow, it's just really you just picked it up. 
Oh, well, All I right. mean, if that's like, you know, how long is the EP? Um, it's, it's about, about six, six songs. Six songs right here? Is that what I'm saying? That just felt right, and yeah. Yeah, that's... Oh, I'm so excited to hear the rest of it. Like, I can't believe the standard you've set. I would be nervous. You know, say if you're doing a set and you go out and you you do a great joke up top and you think, I yeah. can't make them laugh this hard the whole time. No, like, you can't open with your closer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm really excited to hear... Um, what else you've you've written? Oh, great! All well, right. you're gonna love track two. Then this is more. This one's a little. It's got a little more anger in it, which is a side mm. of myself that people don't really see too much. Um, but mm, I, I think... do. Uh, too much <laughs> to the contrary. People don't realize the second these mics get turned off, <laughs> Tommy's throwing yeah, things. I, in. I've seen glimpses of it. <laughs> yeah, I've had to edit out a lot of stuff that would just ruin his career. <laughs> it would be over. Uh, have you heard the Christian Bale rant? <laughs> he stole that from Tommy. <laughs> yeah, that was a performance of a Tommy McNamara piece. People don't realize that he was actually rehearsing for his next part. Yeah. <laughs> as Tommy, the McNamara. biopic. <laughs> He'd have to lose a lot of weight for that. <laughs> All right. uh, let's let's hear. Uh, yeah, the Mac Enist. <laughs> let's. All right. Let's hear the next song here. Are you pressure man or prey? Do you suffer through the gravity? <laughs> Are you predator or prey? Will you suffer my reality? Are you pressure man or prey? Will you watch Grey's Anatomy? Are you pressure man or prey? Pressure man! <laughs> Yeah, that staccato ending I thought really put like an emphasis on it. Um, yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's a great I liked, button. You don't usually hear Grey's Anatomy said with such anger. So <laughs> <laughs> I like so that. You, what were you saying? That you're saying, are you pressure man or prey? And you're saying this was written from a place of more sort of an- anger. Yes. Yes. What um, was what was what was going on? When did you, like yeah, did, what was pissing you I'm off? I'm always interested in the writing process. Was that sort of like a a, a, a lightning bolt moment where suddenly a, a lyric and a moment and a feeling came over you? Or did you have to sit down and really work through a lot of progressions for that? So, a lot of times my art comes from kind of shit people say to me, <laughs> um, and I was just kind of walking through the streets, and this kind of bully comes up to me. Um, Oh, shit. A bully. A bully, yeah. And uh, oh. They're rampant in New York these oh, days. They're, yeah. they're giving you swirlies. <laughs> and he they said, don't he even said want that. anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He says, do you have lunch money? I was like, I have a debit card. I don't know. Sure. Um, but yeah, he said this phrase to me that I didn't understand at first. He said, are you pressure man or pray, and I, th- I thought, right. what the fuck does that mean? And he starts <laughs> beating me up, beating me up, and I'm just right. thinking, and then I'm writing. And he's kind of kicking yes. me and hitting me, and I'm just, but in my head, I'm just crafting this chorus, one that didn't even need a verse, um, right. as you could tell yeah. from the no. recording. Yeah, just kind of a weird rhythmic strum pattern that doesn't really sound good through phone audio, I thought would kind of get across 
that part. Yeah. Mm. Did you have you heard Tommy? They're saying 50k for no verse, one <laughs> album out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and actually, Tommy, that pressure made our pray thing. You might not know because you're not really on TikTok. That's like a new thing. Like it's like how the there was the one punch challenge. That yes. I was a victim to. Someone tried to knock me out in one punch on the street. You got pressure made or prayed, which mm-hmm. is where uh, kids these days are running up to you on the street and asking if you're pressure made or pray. It, and yeah. be careful what you answer, brother. Mm. Yeah. Can I the the Grey's Anatomy <laughs> detail was that part of the bullying experience or is that just a separate sort of well. Yeah, the funny thing about that is, so I got the shit beat out of me, and they took me to a hospital, and I'm in there, and you won't believe what's playing on the hospital TV, Grey's Anatomy. I thought, this is so funny. Yeah. They're watching a show about hospitals in the hospital, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah, weird. It's, it's like having a, um, you know, like a bar playing cheers. It's like, yes. we get it. We're, we're already at the bar, you know? <laughs> hey, or dumbass, we're, like, we're at the bar. <laughs> or if you were, like, in the courtroom watching Judge Judy. <laughs> yeah. Or if you were... <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the episode. Just, <laughs> there must be some other examples. I can't think of any now. <laughs> if you were at Parks and Recreation offices... I can't think of one for and that. You're watching The Office. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was that was uh, what was that song called? That was called um, "Don't Hurt Me No More." Okay. Oh, okay. Good song. All right. Let's hear the next song, and I'll probably skip to the end of this one. But um, <laughs> <laughs> they're all very short, and uh, <laughs> some of them uh, really feel phoned in as I <laughs> realized how long it was taking me to craft the CP. <laughs> all right. Here is uh, here's the next song. There's a movie called Uncharted <laughs> Oh, a little downhearted It's an open invitation to this Diamond and gold imitation show But everything's gonna be alright Cause we communicate without any style Hope it's not too late Sit and talk for a while uh, thank you guys so much. That one I'm actually really proud of. Uh, it's actually going to be featured on NBC. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm worried we're going to get sued for that one. <laughs> that is, I like when artists end their song with what it's going to be featured in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So did you know that um, when you recorded it, or was that sort of manifesting, you know, like... So I, I got the email midway through the chorus, so this email pops up. Is that why it stopped so abruptly? Because yes. we want you to play this song on NBC. And it, uh, they, I think they loved the fact that it was definitely out of my range as a vocalist, and I didn't, uh, but I didn't change the key or anything. Did they, did they uh, say, they like... 
how they're going to use it, what show or <laughs> broadcast or anything? No, it just said <laughs> we're going to play this on NBC uh, <laughs> June 13th. So be on the lookout. They didn't give me a time, but June 13th, that mm. will be on NBC. Oh, wow. That's I liked- huge. That is really big. It's re- it reminded me of I liked at the end of um, the I hurt myself song when uh, Johnny Cash is like, uh, "This will be played during the trailer for the last season of the Shield." <laughs> yeah. Was, oh, have uh, you have you heard that mm-hmm. re-release of Rumors? And at the end of the chain, Stevie Nicks talks about how it's going to be on the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. <laughs> I have heard that. Um, okay, that was <laughs> that was a great great song. Um, so far, three for three for me. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I know that it's a very vulnerable thing to put yourself out there, and obviously, you know, we're talking about at school and stuff. It's a very embarrassing feeling, but mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you've sort of you've you've plucked up the courage to start releasing. You know, honest music again because Thank it's you, it's guy. resonating with me. Uh, it's like it's, and to watch you listening back to it is such an incredible, you know, like it's um, fucking beautiful to see someone really put everything into something. Well, this, I mean, you guys are being so supportive. It feels like I've given you a drawing and you've put it on the fridge, you know, and that's just a nice <laughs> feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's hear another song. So, um, obviously, it's boys. <laughs> there was more. Sorry, he just said "fuck." <laughs> I was when I started to lose my voice, uh, <laughs> which you don't want to do during a six-song EP. Did you, no, did, you write, no. did you write and record all these in one session? Oh yeah, I think you. Uh, I, I wrote it over a period of years, but then I recorded it in about uh, an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> Um, sitting on this very bed I'm sitting on right now. Mm. Um, well, that my, studio well, is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I heard my the... roommate's work calls from the other room, and he certainly heard me singing. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so even though that, that song ended with you sort of, I guess – you know, it's a departure from what you're singing about, where your voice is tired, or you know, you you you're mm-hmm. saying fuck or whatever. But like, that was um, obviously people can't see see us looking at each other. But I was bopping along like that was there was a fe- a feeling of elation that came mm-hmm. over me when you were singing that song. Um, and I I guess 
I just so rarely do I get to talk to genuine musicians and craftsmen. Um, was there like what was the experience in life, or what was the feeling you were capturing when you were singing? This is as good as it gets. Yeah, that was kind of about. Um, do you know when you put your laundry in at the laundromat and then you leave? You put yeah. in the dryer, you know, you leave and you you try and time it right. You wipe back in and it just has one minute left on the dryer. You don't got to wait at yeah. all. Yeah. that That's as good as it gets to me. And I was like, wow. is this real? Is this real? <laughs> is this real? I had to say it three times, kind of inexplicably. Um, but yeah, that, that was kind of my thing. I would not have guessed laundry. God, man. Mm-hmm. That's, um, Art can be anything. I guess it can. And the, the beautiful thing about that is because it's a very specific thing, but the the way it's written and the feelings it stirs up mean that anyone can transpose their own, you know, moments yes. of life mm-hmm. onto that. And that's like, you know, when you create art and release it into the world, once it's out in the world, that's no longer yours. That's whatever yes. people make of it. Uh, our authorial yeah. intent is irrelevant uh, is a phrase I came up with that I have. Wow. Yeah. Man. I don't know if you realize this. I te- I tested it before the recording, even though I said I hadn't. Um, I lied. I have heard all these songs, of course, because Tommy sent them to me in the email. It if you start playing the film as good as it gets, um, <laughs> and you play this song at the same time, they line up perfectly. It's really weird. Well, it's because it's like a five minute EP. So right when the title credit airs, it's me saying as good as it gets. Exactly. Yeah, it lines up really perfectly. (laughs) Of course, then you have to just watch the rest of the movie and um, on silent too because you're trying to sync them. (laughs) But it still holds up. Uh, all right, let's hear uh, the next song here. We gotta kind of move track. a little penalty. I fucked up. All right, oh, well, this penultimate really track. short. <laughs> All right, here is the next song. Fishing for Lisa. Cause Lisa is a fish. <laughs> I love you, Lisa. <laughs> Yeah, they don't all have to be long, you know? <laughs> that one was That's, really quick. It got to the true. point. And, I mean, we've asked you on the other ones. we got to ask you for this one. What, where were you with this one? Well, like, uh, is this a love the song? Aquarium? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think you're allowed to fish at the aquarium. No, <laughs> that might be one of the only places you're not allowed to fish. <laughs> like, the, the whole thing the... there is, yeah, yeah, they belong to the aquarium. That's a big part of the... <laughs> I know a guy at the aquarium. He lets me in after hours. <laughs> just going to have my pick. <laughs> also, it seems like the easiest place to fish. You can just see all the fish where they're at. I'm not very good. Yeah. Angle. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like that uh, you're, fe- you're fishing for Lisa because she is a fish. Um, yeah. It's a good reason to fish for somebody. What? Um, yeah. It's nice when her. they're. It's nice when they're more literal. It's great. Like that to me is probably uh, the the guitar lick that you open up with is like mm-hmm. that mm. was. Um, there's a very sort of misty eyed nostalgia to it, and then yes. yeah. I, I love and I sort of I feel like you're setting setting up for this huge emotional arc, and then I like that you just you know you juxtapose that against a very tidy efficient lyric, just about you know what you do in your day to day life. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. I let my fingers do the talking and my rod do the fishing. <laughs> you fish with your rod? We're in the we're in the company of we're in the company of greatness. You're wasted on this podcast, Tommy. You should be you should be in arenas. I mean, you're wasted on this podcast. <laughs> Listen to the live shows, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, one more song. One more song. That's what the people are chanting. Well, it's actually which is not, weird. It's not a song, by the way. Um, oh shit! Oh, is it like Family Man yes, or whatever? Um, no, but... y- you're laughing, but I was really inspired by the song <laughs> "Family Man" by Henry Rollins, which is a spoken word track, and um, I decided to do a spoken word track of my own. All um, right, let's hear so, it. Yeah. All right, here it is. This last one is a uh, spoken word track. <laughs> I feel it closing out. The tunnel's getting smaller, and I'm, I'm blacking out. I'm spinning in a capsule high out in space. I can see you down there. You're small as hell if it exists. But I don't care. I'm just floating out here. And I've been coming in, burning up. I'm feeling fine. I can't get enough. I'm flaking out. I'm never giving in. My head is spinning. My head is spinning. Sammy's coming down. He's filling himself again. He's getting high out in space. He thinks he's free again. Well, I've been waiting such a long time for this. Where are we? What is this place? Well, I've been tumbling, burning up. I'm feeling fine. I can't get enough. I figured out I'm not giving in. My head is spinning. My head is spinning. I'm dead. Damn. Powerful, yeah. Powerful Whoa. stuff. That's um. I'm actually gonna have to take a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have a moment of silence. Why is it that we always gotta talk on a podcast? Yeah. What about if? <laughs> why don't we just all, quiet for a while? Yeah. Why don't we just all sit with that? <laughs> all right. Well, that's enough of that. We don't have time. <laughs> we got shit to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, that but was just kind of a thought experiment stuff. about if I was like a spaceman uh, of sorts. Yeah. I could feel it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that wouldn't be out of place at the in a movie like uh, Gravity, or yes, mm-hmm. Interstellar, or The mm-hmm. Martian. Like that feels mm-hmm. like almost space better jam. than anything that they put in that. Space Jam. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. Space Jam Two. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck, Tommy. Shit. That's the whole EP. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh, my... you're onto something, brother. That is going <laughs> to be so massive. Absolutely massive. I wish <laughs> this is the first time we've done a playlist like this where I'm like, one more song, <laughs> one more song. Oh, It'd be wow. funny to do that to somebody in the middle of their concert. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 like, no, we got so many more. They're like, no, only one more song. <laughs> Um, pretty good bit. I'm gonna try that on stage tonight. Um, it's, um, that's a great playlist. Uh, I think we should wait to the end of the show to rate it as, mm-hmm. as we often yeah. do. But I, we do Absolutely. deserve Tommy deserves a rating. But we got to get to the peanut gallery before we wrap up here. Um, as I have to run to a show. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we so as always we go to the we go to the Patreon first. I asked people instead of asking them about Tommy's music because because uh, they they hadn't heard the EP yet. It's, this is the first time they're hearing it, and I'm sure they were blown the fuck away. And Definitely I think okay. our Patreon is going to be booming, baby. Um, 
All right, first comment is uh, from Matthew Potter. I asked people uh, what their thoughts, what their favorite moments from the show are of the last five years. Uh, Matthew Potter says, I really missed the old intros Tom used to write. They were great. Also, for whatever reason, the fake ad, Chris Kringle's Crisp Singles, has stuck <laughs> with me a lot. Also have to shout out how well Tommy takes everyone, myself included, calling him a pedophile. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for all the laughs, boys. Uh, you know, I yeah. maybe I'll, uh, part of me is like, maybe I'll bring those intros back, but they were a pain in the ass to do. And at the time, nobody ever seemed to enjoy them. So maybe I'll bring them back. I, I, I love that. I just like to say, I think, you know, Tommy is a real good sport about all that pedophile stuff, but it's, <laughs> you've only really got one option, right? If you're a pedophile, you're either going to have a sense of humor about it or you're not. Yeah, yep. It's a it. much worse look to not sit back and laugh. Hey, we're you switching the horse. Laugh. We're switching the horse. Boy. <laughs> yep, yep. That comes up. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, so the new bit is that Tommy is into horseplay, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not, uh, nothing wrong with um, being inside a horse. Let's just say I'm horsing for Lisa, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Next, next comment from Paige, who says uh, that her favorite moments were seeing uh, your live show at Caroline's in July of 2018 and getting to meet you guys, but also your podcast, Make Me Like Marilyn Manson, made me like Marilyn Manson, which is messed up. That was wow. Nate. That was not us. <laughs> um, I yeah I still stand by that I I it's, it was too scary for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Timothy Hooper said I've listened to this podcast since episode ten I believe it has validated and reaffirmed uh, many of my music stances, made me think differently about others, and of course taught me to keep Tommy away from my kids and my <laughs> grandpa's stables. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> there we go. But the number one thing the podcast has given me is the feelers. So cheers to another five years, and let's hope that we never stop fishing for Lisa. I don't know what that's all about. That's weird. They must have heard the new episode. (laughs) Maybe they were just trying to write the feels. Oh, like all the feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Nick Steinberg says, I've been listening since the beginning. I've enjoyed seeing the show develop its own little universe of recurring bits. Who can forget Tommy's piss freak origin story? Uh, I can. I can't remember how that started. Uh, a few personal highlights. The Kid Rock episode, hearing Will and Mike passionately defending the kid is comedic gold. We went to Jared. I know he's the foe of the, of the podcast, but the man introduced me to the war on drugs, so I'll always count him as a friend. Every time the the boys get a basic fact about a band wrong and don't bother looking it up, I wouldn't either. Where's Phil Collins from again? Oh, L.A. <laughs> All right. Nick Clerkin says, listener since the fun episode. Which one was that? <laughs> they were all fun. <laughs> a rip so hot that it still burned into my brain years later was the journey with Blair from succulent to fuckulent to fuck you, Lint. Uh, getting a laugh out of the boys for calling kids by MGMT Tommy's favorite on a Zoom show. <laughs> Tom taking so long to give up the ways to listen to music bit, even though Tommy seemed to hate it. His, gro- his groans of not this again made me laugh every time. Me being unfortunately convinced that Kid Rock is actually pretty fun to listen to by Will's mantra to get down with the kid. Now I play cowboy in the car to get fired up and my wife hates it. Love the pod and hope that we can listen for many more years. Long after band splained is forgotten to history, <laughs> we freaks will still be standing by our bands. Hell yeah, Nick. Thank you. Uh, I want to know where, 
where Nick's going to get fired up with his wife. Probably <laughs> <laughs> the aquarium. Yeah, that's fine. He's got he's got his fishing rod. He goes, We're I think we're gonna be catching up plenty of leases today. Um uh. Gary Myron says, I've enjoyed seeing Tommy evolve from piss freak to pedo to horse enthusiast. <laughs> Other than that, the fun of the feelers uh, was one of many high points. Any, all right. Uh, was that was that Ron? Oh, Ron Trimbath says, just five short years and I've gotten a favorite beer koozie and a newfound love for Canadian maritime folk music. Yes, hey, Charlie Beery, shout out. Uh, that's that three dang dollars a month has definitely been worth it. Looking forward to the evolution of the show, especially the inevitable, the inevitable band of horses appreciation episode that is sure to, <laughs> sure to come faster than Tommy at a racetrack. Oh my God. <laughs> <Love you> guys. <laughs> These are great. This, well is, done. this is great. Well done. Fucking great sentence. Uh, <laughs> Timothy C says uh, Mike Racine getting mad at Tommy on the Limp Bizkit episode That's and a uh, calling him Bitch Piglet yep. also uh, any episode with Shane Torres especially the Romeo and Juliet one where he riffs singing and the worst songs on Spotify are great too oh yeah we gotta bring that back too I forget about that I forget about this shit uh, Justin Kurth says I second Matt- Matthew Pard- Potter uh, those old intros were great I already told Facebook that Guy and Shane are king on the pod thanks for five years boys you're sharing a throne with old Shane Torres Guy I hope the seat is warm that's huge I just need half, I just need half that fucking jacket yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, Quinn says, love this podcast, and you guys are great together. I forget what episode it was, but someone referenced uh, cannon fodder, and Tom replied, I wish I had a fodder. Uh, (laughs) As someone who has an eerily similar father situation, I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever heard. I still reference it. Keep it up. Can't wait for more. Hey, Quinn, so (laughs) I hope we both get fodder someday. Uh, Jason Acosta says, Stavi doing future. The Rent Soundtrack episode made me cry. RIP to my wife, Sarah, and... The uh, at the drive-in episode, I don't, I didn't know existed until I said something dumb about you guys glossing over them. Any episode featuring the new Tommy fucks horses bit, <laughs> All right. very good. We got one more of these uh, from the Patreon. Dane Clark says the third time I heard fishing for Lisa was the highlight for me. <laughs> that, <laughs> that and the comics I've learned about from the show, Guy Montgomery, Ellie McElvain. Uh, Jared Freed, Greg Stone were great, but nothing has topped the back-to-back of Silverberg, Saki, and Firestone in 2020. Damn, Ooh, yeah. that was a that was quite a run we had there. That's Man. crazy. Um, all right, we got to kind of wrap this up pretty pretty soon. Um, t- Tommy, was there anything on the Twitter that was uh, that was good? Well, I didn't uh, search for memories on the Twitter. I just wanted to oh, give right, a sneak yeah. peek that guy was coming, which that's everyone right, was very that's excited right. about. And it's Easter oh, yeah. season, and guy is back from the dead. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I come bearing, uh, well, not treats, but great enthusiasm for your <laughs> musical ventures, Tommy. <laughs> the greatest good uh, treat of all. I gotta, I gotta say, my highlight over the five years. I haven't yes. been a part oh, of it. We forgot to do this years. earlier. Yeah, that's okay. It's, uh, it's. I'm gonna be genuine, but it's been uh, getting to know you boys. I fucking oh, love you, boys. Hey, we love you. We love you, guys. So on. many laughs. Um, <laughs> so many laughs. Yeah, I can't wait to to get back over to America and um 
you know, kick around together, maybe pick up the yeah, guitar, man. head down to Hell you know, yeah. a street corner and just jam some stuff out. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Oh, That's what I I'm always, um, about. The listeners don't know this, but I think every time we record, I have to tell Guy to stop saying funny stuff before we hit record. <laughs> yeah. he, he is always yeah. making me laugh right away. I'm like, shut mm. up. We're not recording. It's very different from our other episodes where we have to stop the podcast and tell the guests to start saying some funny right, come stuff. Come on, be funny, be funny. Come on. Come on. Hey, uh, sorry. Um... Jeff Sheen, we're going to need you to be a little funnier. <laughs> you got to stop. I know that you came here to just throw up in my bathroom, but actually you should say some funny stuff sometimes. <laughs> okay. Uh, really quick, I'll I'll read a few of the Facebook ones. If you want your comments guaranteed to be read, get on the old Patreon. What but, better time uh, than now? Be- no better time than five years in. <laughs> we could definitely use to uh, to make a little sweet cash before I have a wedding and move to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Tim McLaughlin says, so many great moments. I guess I liked how on every episode, Tommy chugs piss he finds under the bridge <laughs> by his house. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's good. Dwight Simmons, like I said, mentioned the Lib Biscuit uh, attack moment. Um Let's see here. Chain of our hooks says Creed with Millis of East New York. Coldplay with uh with Ross, which did bother um, Jared because he did a Coldplay episode and he was like, "Oh, you specified not my one." Uh, <laughs> love the twisted twi- trivia, even though Tommy only does it to curb his appetite for piss and young ladies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um. Let's see. I'll do. I'll do one. Oh, Mary Houlihan said the live shows, uh, and Dalton Latrell says I'm just happy the pod is almost old enough to not be hit on by Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what is your cu- what is your cutoff, Tommy? How long until the podcast is safe? <laughs> You've backed him into a corner, oh, guy. <laughs> no one puts baby in a corner because they know what I'll do. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. This has been the five-year anniversary of Stand By Your Band. What an ep. Guy, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, oh. Is there anything you'd like to promote on the way out? Also, I six out of six for me on the playlist, obviously. Oh, wow. um, yeah. Absolutely, hit after hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. Uh, mm-hmm. I would just like to plug that I am in Melbourne doing live shows every night until the 25th of April. And if anyone's listening or you know anyone in Melbourne, please send them my way. Having a lot of fun, having a lot of laughs. Yeah. Guy Montgomery yeah. by name, Guy Montgomery by nature. Did I get it right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I am. <laughs> <laughs> Naughty by nature. Um, <laughs> I uh, I will be at uh, the Philadelphia Helium next week. I will not be in Austin anymore. They have not finished building the club. <laughs> so <laughs> rescheduled, uh, but I'll be now opening for Steve Byrne. And then I'll be in Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm also going to be in Ann Arbor, Michigan coming up. I'm going to be in uh, Indianapolis and uh, a bunch of other. I just updated my website, so go there to see the new dates. Tommy, what you got? Uh, on Friday, I will be opening for Pat Oswald in Milwaukee at the Pabst Theater. And on Saturday, I'll be opening for him at the Chicago Theater. So if you live in those cities, these are going to be dream venues. I'm very excited, so come out to those. Hell yeah. yeah. Look at us. Damn. Get in there. Go see Tommy. Go see Guy. Thanks again, Guy. We love you. Thanks for being our five-year anniversary big guest. Uh, uh, it's, it's, 
I feel uh, like a, a career <laughs> highlight. What are you going to say? We should comment on the fact that people who don't know what this bit is are going to be pit, or they're going to be so confused <laughs> by this episode. Maybe they'll think it was just really good. That yeah. could be. That's the I, that's the good thing is the music stands alone <laughs> without having the bit. I don't think I don't think I know what the bit is. <laughs> I mean, the problem is the spoken word thing fell flat. With people who knew what the bit is, so the people who don't know, that's really gonna take. I definitely I, thought you were gonna do like astronaut man, astronaut <laughs> man. Uh, that would have been funnier. It didn't, I it, it, didn't, it didn't fall flat. It was beautiful. No, it was it was really good. Uh, okay, I have to go. I have to run to my show. But uh, love you, boys. Uh, oh, fuck! I did it too fast. Damn it! Oh well. Well, it's on my thing. <laughs> I I stopped the recording on the Zoom. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. Get on the Patreon. Keep it crispy. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.